All you have to do is meet them halfway. So that's crucial to your growth as a leader, crucial for retaining real estate agents too, because you won't be able to do it all by yourself as much as you think you can. It's just not gonna work, okay? Hey everybody, it's Brian Eisenhower. Welcome to the show today. Kind of excited to share with you three key principles about how to retain real estate agents. And the, these three key principles, boy, these, this is big. And as many of you know, I founded and I run Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting, and we coach many of the highest producing agents, teams, broker owners, and leaders across North America. So this is a big, you know, this is a big deal. I kind of, kind of feel like you're fighting an uphill battle on real estate agent retentions oftentimes. So much so, I mean, this is such a, such an ongoing problem. Retaining comes in lots of different ways. Like, how do you retain agents so they don't leave you, let alone leave the business? I mean, you know, some general in the United States, you know, the National Association of Realtors has, you know, shown that over the last 30, 40 years, every single year, 30 to 35% of all new real estate agents quit right after their first year. And they don't renew their license or their MLS dues or any of that. That's a pretty, that's like one in three, you know, one out of every three doesn't even stay in the business. And then I think it's 87% don't stay in the business after five years. That's pretty crazy. Then you can also lose agents to other companies, you know, and that usually happens for the same reason that they leave the business. Introducing the Custom Training Suite, your company's own custom branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's vast library of powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages that includes your own custom course creation, manager dashboards and reporting, and even course certifications and designations. You can host ICC's comprehensive training courses, as well as create your own custom training courses, all on a custom branded website ICC creates for you. Hi everyone, this is Brian Eisenhower. This is going to change everything for the real estate industry. When your agents use their own personal logins to access their student dashboards and course libraries, they'll see your organization's branding throughout the site. We provide robust coursework and diverse options for learning. Each course comes with video lessons, audio lessons, downloadable and printable course workbooks, scripts, tools, and the plug and play high level systems that ICC is known for. Quizzes and action steps provide agents with accountability and a game plan with actionable takeaways after each lesson. With your management administrator account, you can access agent enrollment as well as reporting to monitor agent learning performance. You can view and download dynamic reports, a next level solution for accountability at your real estate organization. When agents complete courses, they receive downloadable and printable course certificates and receive degree designations that can be formally abbreviated after their name in professional signature lines, online profiles, and other types of marketing. Along with access to over 50 of ICC's award-winning online training courses, you can also create your own customized training courses specific to more localized training topics like office file compliance, local MLS systems, contracts and disclosures instruction, your own CRM training, and new agent orientation and onboarding. The Custom Training Suite is your own custom branded training website that is changing the game for real estate companies 
and teams everywhere. Generally speaking, one of the things, you know, that we've seen, you know, over the decades, I've been in real estate for, you know, 35 years now. And I can tell you that over the time, I, you know, you, you see this grass is always greener complex where, where people leave real estate teams or brokerages or, or what have you, whatever organization they're with. They typically leave when their production drops. That you know, a lack of production is the primary reason that they leave the industry and they leave organizations. And you know, as leaders out there, you know, there's two ways to look at this double-edged sword, right? You know, as a leader, you can look at it. Well, I mean, that's because they don't ever do what they're supposed to do. Part of that's true. There's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? The, The agent's not doing what they're supposed to do, so they blame the leader, and then they take themselves and all their problems to the next organization. And even in real estate, you know, they'll they'll leave real estate to go into some other business. It's absolutely crazy to me, you know, how many people I've seen leave real estate where they were used to making, you know, six-figure incomes and but they didn't they couldn't stand the ups and downs of the business typically because they couldn't do this the stuff they needed to consistently to succeed. And then they go take a job that's nine to five where they have to do painful work all day long, show up, suit and tie, 8 a.m., work till 5 p.m., Monday through Friday for, you know, a fraction of the income, you know, maybe making $60,000 or $80,000 and they're working three times as much doing much less desirable work. See it all the time. I mean, it's crazy. It doesn't make a lot of logical sense. It's very emotional. It's very mental but it happens all the time. In fact, you know, based on the stats I just told you, it happens more often than not, much more often than not, given some time. It's a big, big problem. So that's the one side of the sword. And, you know, from, you know, defending the real estate agent as to why they leave and maybe go to a different organization, you know, oftentimes as leaders, leaders aren't doing everything they can. Because, you know, one of the things agents do is, they come to us as leaders to help, to be led, to be coached, to be mentored, all of those things. And a good leader in real estate, whether you're a team leader, a broker manager, sales manager, a broker owner, whatever, we'll often say, hey, I wish they just do what they need to do. You know, why can't I do it? Why can't they do it? Well, I mean, that's that's what they need you for, man. That's that's the leadership thing. That's why you're a leader. You know, I mean, you, you, oftentimes we put ourselves in positions as broker owners and leaders and managers. But the problem is, you know, we're great warriors, but we're not the best chief. And, you know, leadership going from that, you know, great agent turning into a leader, understand they need us you know they're looking to you as a follower you're you're a leader and we can't lead without followers and if they all did what we did they wouldn't need us anymore if they all just did what they're supposed to do they really wouldn't need us they would become competition so we got to keep that in perspective mentally as leaders to understand hey i mean this is exactly why you know why i have job security as a leader if you're looking to you know, get in a scenario where you don't have to do all the work to produce all your income, well, then you need these guys. You need these guys because then, you know, you can start earning some sort of percentage or income off their production. But don't bite the hand that feeds you just because they don't do the work as easy as you do. 
Mr. or Mrs. Great Warrior doesn't mean that they're not going to eventually, with your help, produce at a higher level and succeed. And they won't always do it right away. There's definitely ups and downs, just like it's always happened in anyone's career, right? And some have bigger ups and downs than others, and some have bigger excuses than others, and bigger issues than others, and things like that. And you know, the bigger and better leader you want to be means you're going to be able to deal with more different types of those types of issues in agents, right? And quite frankly, if and you'll see a lot of leaders that can handle a certain type, so they'll be selective, right? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna select this type of agent. I'm just gonna select this type of, you know, I don't like that type. I like this type. So they're going to get very exclusive and not be inclusive and not be tolerant. And that's usually because they're shutting down their lid and ceiling on their leadership ability. They're saying, well, I can't handle that. I can't handle that. It's just a whole lot of negative self-talk. It's exactly what the agents they're complaining about do. You know, I can't do that type of lead generation. That's not who I am. I don't want to do that. I don't. So we're making a lot of decisions before we've even become proficient at learning how to handle these things and how to do these things. It's a great leaders, see, that, that that can actually handle lots of different types of agents and different types of people. Understand they have an easier path, right? Because it's easier to grow. The more you grow, the, the less you yourself have to work because you can get an increased amount of percentage off other people's production. If you keep shutting down all those other paths to growth, understand, well, that's great. That means you're going to have to work forever, man. So you griping about working and unable to do all that, you shut the doors on that. You always become an employee of your own business. And, and that's a tough, tough route. So really watch your mental mindset around retention. It's very, very important that you that you you focus it correctly. Now, there's three keys that we need to implement here. And I want to make sure you understand them. Key number one, for retaining real estate agents is you need to make systems your standard. This is crucial to be to going from being a good warrior to a, a good chief. Okay. Because you know, good warriors, they do everything themselves, right? We can't do everything yourself as a good leader, or you'll break down. Okay. You'll break down. Most people, you know, they still need to sell even, you know, and you just don't have the bandwidth to handle it. You'll start to get frustrated with people. So you got to make systems your standard. You must automate your onboarding, training processes, your productivity coaching processes, all the things to engage and help real estate agents. The key to making systems your standard is having what I've often label as a production-centric environment in your real estate office. You must have a production-centric environment. Because then you can easily make systems your standard and it becomes your value add. Like I said, agents typically leave companies because they are failing in production. They leave the business because they're failing in production. So the way we counter that is make production-centric systems your standard in your office and you solve the biggest problem that real estate agents have just by the very existence of your office. You are the penicillin to their strep throat if your office solves that problem. And that's crucial. So you need to be very production centric in your approach. It needs to be standardized systems, right? So, you know, when you onboard an agent, 
What training courses do they go through? Who's coaching them? Who's training them on a regular basis? How are we frequently meeting with them? And that's not the case for 99% of real estate agents and teams and brokerages out there. They come on board and it's like, hey, man, just come on board, show up. Here's your onboarding procedure. And then, you know, and then they just kind of, they all, you always hear it too as a leader. They're just lost. They're just swimming. They have no idea where to go, what to do. And we just say, well, that's just real estate because it is 99% of the case out there of most brokerages and teams. It's embarrassing. Because so many people in leadership positions, they're broker owners, team leaders, sales managers, they're not leadership trained. So they're just, they're warriors that just kind of elevated themselves to being chiefs. So they don't really know how to set up the systems or what to do, right? And that's okay. You know, self-awareness is, is the first step in solving that problem, but we do got to do something about it once we become self-aware, right? So we really need to have, you know, agent onboarding cal calendars you know, training systems, we need to have accountability systems in place. Because most people, when they get into it, they're shocked to learn that. They, they, they think they're going to Google, you know, like where there's going to be this orientation and onboarding program. And after three months or six months, you know, they'll have a lot of tools to succeed. It very rarely happens in real estate. I mean, at best, you see people go through like a, you know, a, a one week thing or like an hour a day thing over a period of time. And the more robust your systems can be, the better off you'll be, right? That's one of the things, you know, at, at Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting, you know, we provide custom training suites, basically websites for our clients, for these organizations, teams, and brokerages where they can hold agents accountable, where they can put them through training, where they can, you know, even give them certificates and degree designations for completing different trainings to give them a little instant credibility and you know, you can check in and see how they're doing and monitor them that way. That's number one, okay, is we got to make systems your standard. We actually offer coaching too on how to how to, how to make systems your standard. You know, how, how do you, you know, leadership coaching, broker manager coaching, team coaching, helping you get all those systems set up and then managing and implementing them once they're set up is a, is a huge piece of it as well too. Got to learn how to do that to be a leader, man. Don't try to learn that by trial and error or what's going to happen. You're going to be out there. You're going to lose a bunch of agents. You're going to go through some exoduses. And if you haven't, you will sometime if, you don't, if you're not doing these things. I promise you that. And then you're going to learn the hard way, man. There's a lot of heartache. And, and along the way, you're going you're gonna to start putting all those ceilings and lids up and, and start making bad decisions about your business, about what you like and don't like before you even learn how to, how to address them and how to deal with them. That's how we got in this mess with 99% of the, the industry not having any of these systems set up. Pretty crazy, right? All right, so that was number one. Number one is make systems your standard. Again, be production-centric. Automated. Automated. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break to talk to you all about something I'm really excited about. This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all of the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed, and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, 
fast-paced, and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders, and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment and that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high-powered three-day event, September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now let's get back to the podcast. Number two, I want you to meet them halfway. Okay, meet them halfway and then stop. Don't go all the way. Meet them halfway and then stop. Don't go all the way. Okay, here's what I mean by that, right? You're going to put all these systems in place. You're going to automate it, make it production-centric. You're going to do all this stuff and provide all this stuff for them, okay? And then what's going to happen is still a big chunk of your agents aren't going to use them. And that's what's going to happen. And all I want, and that's just going to happen, okay? So you put all those things up for them. So you meet them halfway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to provide you all these automated systems, tools, accountability, production-centric atmosphere. I'm going to provide you guys with all that. But then you got to meet me halfway and do your part and use them. And that's it. See, what's going to happen? A lot of them just aren't going to make it. And they're going to quit the business. They're going to go to your competitors. Then you're going to get frustrated. And you got to stop and, and not like own all their successes and failures. You cannot, you have to be a leader here, guys. And this is, you know, warriors can work with a lot of emotion, but as leaders, we can't, okay? We can't. It's just something we cannot do. So we have to kind of let that go and let it flow like water off a duck's back. It's just, it's imperative that we get tough as leaders sometimes because a lot of agents just aren't going to work out for their own reasons. You know, maybe it's a divorce, maybe they're demotivated, maybe they get a job transfer, you know, maybe they just, you know, have a friend at another company, maybe they just can't handle the shame of them not doing what they need to do. So they go to a grass is always greener situation and try over there. Maybe they go to a discount brokerages because it's cheaper. They know they're only going to sell one house a year, so might as well get more commission out of it, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's just going to happen regardless of how good you are. So if you stretch yourself and and, and, and go all the way and, and really just try to own them and pour all into these people, you, number one, you're going to burn out over the time and you're going to stop that. You're going to stop doing it because it's going to frustrate you and you're going to stop growing at all. And you're going to start to say certain types of agents don't work and do and put up all those lids and ceilings on all your leadership ability because you've put all your eggs in the basket of a, of a small number of agents that just didn't do their part and meet you halfway. So you can't own all their problems. So one of the things you got to do is you got to get tough. You got to get tough and let some go. And that is hard at first, but over time you will start to get used to it because what you're doing out there is you're, you know, you're growing your organization. And as more and more people, you know, agree to come on board, because when they first come on board, they're, they're saying, oh yeah, I'll do all that stuff. I'll do all, yeah, I'll do all that. And you're showing it to them, probably using it to recruit them. And they're going to do all those things. And 
and then they don't, you know, and, that, and that's on them. You know what I mean? So long as your systems are set up properly and you're doing everything the way that we, we, we tell you to do, you're doing great. You can't own all their failures, guys. You can only meet them halfway. And then you got to stop yourself because if you overextend, you're going to let other people go. You're going to become too emotionally invested in these people. And that's when that's when leaders behave poorly, right? When When those people still let them down, despite they poured so much into them. So you have to get a little tougher here and you have to see the forest for the, the whole forest, not just focus on that one tree you're trying to save here. You got to look out for your own family too, your whole organization, the other the other people within it. So very important you don't get too emotional like that. That's an important leadership trait is set up your systems, automate them, and stick to them. Stick to them. Don't go all the way. Don't, don't react every time and don't start changing everything you do and all your systems every time an agent you have leaves. They're going to move around. Most agents do move around. They move around regardless how good that leader is. If you make you the value because you are so invested in all these people, I'm telling you, that's a bad business model. That's not one that scales very well. That means they're always going to need you. And, you know, there's only so much of you to go around. So you've basically said my business is going to be very small, which means it's going to be very hard for you to stop working so hard ever. I mean, you're still going to, your production is still going to have to carry the day. And even if it didn't, you're still going to have to always be there for your people. You can't hire someone else to lead because they're all there because of you. You're just not scalable. So you're going to work hard forever. And, you know, so you're basically throwing your entire family, personal life, everybody like that under the bus because you cannot break through and go to that next level of leader that can institute systems where all you have to do is meet them halfway. So that's crucial to your growth as a leader, crucial for retaining real estate agents too, because you won't be able to do it all by yourself as much as you think you can. It's just not going to work, okay? So that's number two. Number one, make systems your standard, automate, production-centric. Number two, meet them halfway. Meet them halfway and then stop, right? Let it go like water off the duck's back if they don't do their part. You cannot be everything to everyone, okay? Don't make it about you. Make it about your systems and your organization, all right? That's number two. Number three, I want you to recruit through your problems. This is the toughest one, right? Because no one likes recruiting. No one wants to act like they want people, right? But growth is everything, man. You'll see it if you haven't already. There's all these different brokerages that open up all over the place, either in your town or nationally or what have you. Agents move like a herd, right? They move like a herd all over. I've been watching it, like I said, 35 years, all different types of companies. Whoever's the next, everybody's all into that one. The agents will move like a herd all the time, okay? And the reason they move like herds is because it's actually validation that those agents are all going to a place for a reason. So it's very easy to follow. That's why people buy products on Amazon that have the most reviews. Like, oh, all those people must like it, so it's safe for me to buy it. That's the whole concept of the herd mentality. It's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just tested and proven. All those people are there. All those people are going there. That must be better. So, you know, I don't know everything about that company. I don't know anything about any other companies, but I, but I do know I'm struggling right now and all those people are going there for a reason, so I'm going to go there. That's powerful as to why they go there. Now, it also works from a retention standpoint too, because generally when people are going to a company, few people are leaving. 
Why? Because it's the same thing. If I'm in a company and I may be struggling, but I see all these people coming to my company, it just reassures me that, hey, I'm in the place to be. Everybody's still coming here. It must not be any better out there. Everybody's coming here. Everybody's choosing here. So it actually refocuses agents in your in your company that are struggling to, to kind of realize it must be me just because the environment, what's happening around them, they see, well, wait a minute, it must be me. So that's why you actually see the highest retention numbers at the companies that are growing. It's crazy. It's happened for years. And it, it, it's very counterintuitive because you would think, well, you know, they're not going to have time for me. And all you're worried about is the brokerage. You're not even focusing on me, Mr. Broker. You would think that's what it is, but it doesn't end up. And you hear a little bit of that. Don't get me wrong, because people on the struggle bus, man, they find different ways to stay on the struggle bus and they'll they'll make those complaints <laughs> again. But don't adjust your entire business model because of some people that are on the struggle bus. Holy moly, that's terrible. Stop your people pleasing. You know, meet them halfway and that's it. Don't go that far. So it's really important in that scenario to recruit through your problems. If your agents have problems, watch what bringing in five agents does. Five agents, all of a sudden they all shut up, even though you didn't solve their problems. You just let those fires burn. You didn't get over there and put them out. You didn't play firemen all day. You just let the fires burn in the corner. They kept griping and a few agents come in the door. All of a sudden, it changes the energy. It changes everything. It gives them confirmation they're in the place to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everything gets better. Agents are going to gripe, guys. I mean, if you, get, if, you, if you don't have agents that gripe, you, you probably don't have enough of them. Because sooner or later, I mean, it, it's a tough business. They're going to go up. They're going to go down. They're going to struggle. They're going to succeed. And in those struggles and those down times, you're going to gripe a bit. Don't react to everything. Don't people please too much. Remember, meet them halfway. So really important, really important to keep that in mind that, and that's the toughest thing probably to do in business is when things are going wrong and you want to put out fires everywhere, man, recruit through your problems, recruit through your problems. Just let the fires burn and recruit like a true growth oriented leader. Those problems will solve themselves. They'll prevent you from overreacting. Think about it. Think about it from a sale. Okay, I'll talk to you warriors out there. Think about it from a sales perspective, right? We do this in coaching all the time. You have a few deals fall out. What do we do as agents? Man, I, I got I to do a better job taking listings, man. I, I lost that listing. Or, man, I had two deals fall out. What can I do better to like negotiate my transactions? Because, man, I lost another client, blah, blah, blah. That's what we start to do. We have a problem and we overreact to the problem. Well, the problem really is preventative. That's going to happen. You're going to have listings that don't sell. If you price to right, you price to right. It is what it is, right? You know, same thing within your transactions, man. I mean, you're going to have transactions that fall out. There's a certain fall rate that's going to happen. The top, top agents that sell the most actually miss out on the most listings. Why? They're in the most listing appointments. So, of course, it stands to reason that they're going to miss the most listings too. Same, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to convert them. Same with fallout. You sell 500 houses a year, I guarantee you. Some of them aren't going to close. It's just too many, you know, but if you sell 10 a year, yeah, you might be at hundred percent. They might all close a lot easier to do that with 10 than 500. So I'll tell you right now, don't overreact and start putting out fires. The best thing you can do if a deal falls out is get 10 more listings. 10 more listings will solve your mindset. I promise you, if, if, if you lose a listing, get 10 more of them and you watch how much better you feel and how quickly you forget about that one you lost. Okay. That's a growth-oriented mindset. That's the proper mindset for success in business in general. So we as leaders must recruit through our problems.
as a part of retaining real estate agents, okay? So those are our three key principles. I'll say them again, make systems your standards, meet them halfway, recruit through your problems. That's where I want your focus with retaining real estate agents. And guys, it was so great to have you guys on the show today. Can't wait to see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.